Good morning guys, welcome back to the series. We're in Mark chapter 14 in a town called Bethany at the home of Simon who used to be a leper. And we pick up the story that while he was at that home, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on his head. Now an alabaster jar itself in Jesus' day would have been considered a huge luxury item and its contents, this pure nard that we read of, would have been worth, it's estimated, the equivalent to a year's wages. What an outrageous, extravagant thing to do. This woman came in with this expensive jar filled with expensive perfume, broke the whole thing open and poured it over Jesus' head. No doubt dripping all over his robes, all the way down to the sandals on his feet. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor and they rebuked her harshly. And they weren't wrong. I mean, at face value, this was an incredible waste. This was a, a foolish, extravagant gesture on one level. But on another level, what she did here was beautiful, was an act of devotion. It's interesting to me that out of this space of redeemed identity of Simon the leper flows this act of devotion and worship on the part of this woman, which then immediately triggers a critical response on the part of the religious that are gathered there. And Jesus sees through their arguments. He says, leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She's done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you and you can help them anytime you want, but you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. And I tell you the truth, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the entire world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. So Jesus sees right through their thinly veiled critical responses. He goes after their heart. You know, you've always got the poor around you, you guys. What are you doing to help them? It's not that Jesus is against helping the poor. We see throughout the gospels, his call for his followers to help the poor, to show kindness, to be generous to others. But helping the poor should never be an excuse to withhold devotion to Christ. And our devotion to Christ should never become an excuse for not helping the poor. Both go hand in hand. But what we see here is that the poor is not the focus of this story, rather Jesus is. He is the central figure in this story. This woman recognized that and she let her devotion, her extravagant worship flow over Jesus. No matter what you choose to do in the name of Jesus for the poor, for the broken, for the lost, let it always flow from a place of extravagant devotion and worship of him.